Well, we are back with another episode of a Quarantine Life here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. We have a whole lot of talk about. We have a special guest, Samantha, on the air with us. And, you know, we're here to talk about the dish, talk all about what's going on with COVID-19, all the next happening in the world. So stay tuned and get ready for a lovely show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Queer It's time for Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Join us for all the latest news, pop culture, talk, and more from QPOC perspectives. And all the tea, sass, and shade you can handle. Listen in. And tell us what you think on Facebook at Queer State of Mind. And on Twitter and Instagram at QSOMNYC. Yes. So, um, you know, welcome back. We're going to bring on start with our first, our feature track of the week. Uh, Lindsay Lohan just released a new song. I don't know if it's a single. Sure. I don't know if people do two singles anymore. Whatever. It's her new song, Back to Me. Um, loved to, we're going to talk about that and see what we think about it. Um, listen to Queer State of Mind. Here is Lindsay Lohan. When she got crazy, I can't think too much about what they say. And now these Sundays got me feeling like Mondays. I know I drink too much, but it's okay. My life is full of ripped up pages. I've been weak, contagious, but I'm coming back. I'm coming back to me. Oh, but I know that everything changes. All things turn to basics. Now I'm
Yes. Yes. What'd y'all think? <laughs> y'all can unmute yourselves. <laughs> hey. Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you great. Um, girl, where's she coming back from again? I, you know what? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I did not read to herself. Right, I guess. But like, which one? Like the Mean Girls version or like Herbie or Parent Trap? Like which, which me is she coming back to? Life size. <laughs> I did not realize that like she that's like she has some bops like that like this one was not bad yeah it was cute right I mean, no you know Lindsay Lohan had a couple of bumps back in the day she had uh rumors yes and uh oh the bossy was my shit oh bossy's everything I love that I was, was shit. Adding it to, I was thinking about adding it to this playlist for today because I was like I do enjoy yeah, bossy it was good I'm not mad at her for you know going with her passion you know, mm -hmm. oh, I should put some light on me. I look so I look like a Voldemort girl. <laughs> yeah, the lighting is everything with these. I am not well lit. Oh my god, you are not well lit at all, girl. You need some extra. You got a lamp or something? You got a little lamp? Seriously, something like a flashlight? <laughs> so, in case you couldn't tell, just like last week, we are on um, Zoom <laughs> doing this show because um, you know we can't go outside. We're, we're all being responsible New Yorkers and staying at home in quarantine. Well, not really quarantine, because that'd be such a quarantine. Um, we're sheltering in place, um, isolating, self-isolating, if you will. Um, Sam, like, I haven't seen you in over a month. How are you? I am maintaining. Like, it's, it's up and down every day. Some days I'm like, oh, I feel great. You know, I feel fine, normal. And other days it just feels... Um, you know, like a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. I hear you. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, it's, you know, I mean, it's just crazy because as much as the weather, weather's getting nice, and I'm just like, I want to be outside. Or like, yeah. also just like working. I'm like, I miss being at my desk, which is weird to say for me, I feel like, but like, I miss being at my desk, you know? I miss the free movement of going yeah. from place to place. I miss being in community. I have to say, I'm grateful that I have a backyard at least so that I can go and like enjoy some of this nice weather that we're starting to have, even though my allergies are already acting up. Oh, no. It's confusing the hell out of me because I'm really scared. I'm like, is it allergies? Is it COVID-19? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm panicking. <laughs> like, that's why I'm, I'm such a role. I'm a, such an emotional mess because this whole thing has like changed my whole perception of reality. Yes. Like where everything that I thought I knew doesn't really um, matter, not matter, but it just doesn't fit into what the current situation. So like all the signals from my body now mm. mean something completely different than what oh I mean. You know, the, every little twinge that I'm feeling or, um, you know, if I feel a little scratchiness in my throat, which is something that wouldn't, you wouldn't think twice about. You just say, okay, I'll just suck on a lemon whatever and move keep it moving and now you're like is this the beginning of the end right 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 <laughs> no, so true. It's, it's not you know it's different it's different yeah no like like the, the normal cues you used to have for your body you're just like nope those cues like that's not really that's not that's not, that's not the anymore. business you don't trust those cues anymore it's yeah insane my body misses funny enough exercise so much really miss yeah. like moving the morning routine, that was like how I kept my, um, you know, my very 
prominent disease from like creeping up on me, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I have to make sure I get up, do something. And since luckily for me in my kenosis, I got the bike yesterday. So like, it just felt good to like do something. And that's going to probably be the, my cardio. I'm going to stick there just to kind of keep myself there because yeah, this is terrible. Yeah, I know. It's, no, uh, it's crazy. Like, yeah. I mean, like, routines have changed, but are, are, are y'all keeping uh, able to keep a routine or is it like all like, totally gone to crack for y'all? Um, my routine is very special. I wake up in the morning at 10 o'clock on the dot. Mm-hmm. I go to the kitchen and put the dishes away. <laughs> wipe the counter come back in my room and watch youtube for an hour then i go like walk it's, it's weird like i'm going to like the meat markets and taking pictures of the meat plants <laughs> insane <laughs> wow you know so yeah how about you sam exciting um the work the, my work routine has been pretty stable like you're starting at 8 30 it's been very easy to like check in with my team because I just like roll over in my bed to where my laptop is open and you send send the good morning text to my team chat yeah. and start working right away. Um, other parts of my life, however, I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm still trying to figure out the routine there. I have not gotten to a routine. But also, I like that I shifted in like just into just dealing with everything just being different and instead of trying to cling to like my old life. Like, I've already made peace with the fact that nothing's going to be the same again. And mm-hmm. I'm just trying to go with whatever is happening right now. Totally. No, yeah. I think that's, 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 that's pretty smart. Uh, have yeah, you yeah. noticed that um, for me, well, another thing for me is I've been walking a lot. And so in walking every day, I used to pick a street and just walk down that street. Mm. I've discovered so much like great things like in the neighborhood like mm-hmm. that i was like oh why do i leave here to go in the city a lot sometimes so it's just like mm. there's a element of surprise and like it was like amazing like my weekend and everything's back so it's it just sort of see i've seen a lot more things that i wouldn't have seen had this not happened that's great i mean i think but, something for me is like i didn't realize like how like just like being my apartment so much i i noticed like things like oh i haven't cleaned that corner <laughs> in months <laughs> like oh like girl that's the one right paint it though and we're just like oh i, I need to clean up my I, I need to clean my bathroom like i literally cleaned like the cupboard in our bathroom and i found all these like skincare products that i didn't know i had and i was like oh like let me just like start using these like these masks and like see what happens. oh the ones you stole from chicago yes <laughs> all of them <laughs> <laughs> it's good um well, I'm glad that we're, you know, we're all able no, to. I totally get it. I totally get it. It's like, something, you know. I'm able to clean my, co- my closet, but uh, it's one of those things where there's nowhere to take the stuff that's in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to have to clean my closet so I can go to my house to get less shit in my closet. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Michael, how come I can't see your face? You can't see my face? Hold on. Oh, let me, let me, let me stop something real quick. Hold on. Let me see if we can do. I can do... see clearly. But... Can you see my face now? Yes. Yeah, like, it feels weird talking to like a, a Spotify page. Okay, sorry. Here I am. Uh, Hi, I'm back. Um, yeah, it's it's different. Like, I haven't gone to the to the stage of things where I'm like, oh, I need to start arranging. Like, I have an idea, a vision of what I want to do with my little space, which I realize is actually quite large, which I'm hmm. for. And then I'm trying to, um, you know, go yeah, go through my clothes and see what's working for this year and see what's not. Yes. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm going to have to put them in boxes so that one time, when the time comes that where we can re-emerge into society and do the things that we were doing before. Yes. I think I'll be selling some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, I, I'm in the state right now where I'm hoarding my cash and everything. Oh my God. I, can I just say, I, I just love the fact that I, I mean, it is really bad, but like, I'm really enjoying the fact that I'm saving so much money on like. So I have money left over from the last paycheck when the next paycheck comes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's No, Carmo, you say that one more time. Sorry. <laughs> say it one more time. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. I can hear you. Oh, sorry. My connection's a little wonky. Sorry, y'all. So it's I'm okay. gonna keep moving this thing. Please don't I think I'm trying to be funny. Um, <laughs> I say I've saved a lot of them, but also like spend a lot of money on food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been able to like a whole lot of money off because you know. Oh, yeah. I've been cooking. I'm making some chili tomorrow. Ooh, so. yum! You say you're making chili? Goat chili. Oh. Goat chili. What? That sounds really yeah. Good. Well, you you should do an Instagram tutorial. I'm curious. <laughs> that sounds real good, actually. I would love that. You know what? I might um. I might do it on a uh, little Instagram or something. Yeah, I just went and got some fresh pinto beans. Um, and I'm doing just fresh coach. It's uh, marinating for two days. Got some tomatoes, got beans, uh, turnip, um, zucchini, um, the chili seasoning. So, yeah, I'm going to just make a pot of goat chili. That sounds um, good. With some white rice in essence. Last time I made some teriyaki pork chop. Yeah. Get it, girl. Are you thinking about Instagram live? Yeah, we can look at Instagram live. I'll, I'll tune in. We can we can put it on our social so everyone can watch. Yes. But um, that sounds really good. So um, we've both been very busy working. I mean, you know, so you know, um, we, both Sam, 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 Samantha and I work in education and for the city, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a huge culture shift. I mean, not culture shift. I mean, we need the culture shift, but Uh-oh. like with no, everything going on. Frozen. Huh? Can you hear me? Oh, Mike is frozen. It's fine. So me and Sam were talking here. <laughs> All our connections are being unloaded like crazy. Because it's- oh, You're shit. back. Am I back? You, you know what? Okay, so it's not just me. Oh, yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're fine. You're okay. fine. No. <laughs> so, man, you're frozen. Come on, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> when my heart is broken. That was a hot album. I love it. It was. Um, wait, yeah. can you hear me now? Right. Is everything on yeah, frozen? No. Okay, good. Um, no, but like, I was going to say that like, we, you know, there's a lot, there are a lot of changes going on. And I think something that I've been trying to pose to, as I think about our work, it's like, how do you, what does teaching and learning look like when there isn't a physical school? Like, what does that actually mean? Because there's so many, there's so many people who like can't go to the school for any number of reasons, like during the school year. So now we're actually forced the fact that even the white kids can't go. So like, what does that actually mean when no one can go to the school? So mm-hmm. it's just been like, that's been on my mind, like. Which is interesting, because like I don't think I really had like that passion, I guess, for education. I mean, like I, I have a passion for it. Obviously, I work for it, but like it blew up a little bit more because of COVID nineteen. You know. For me, it it. Oh, you you have more of a passion for it now. Yeah, it's like ignited. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sam. No, no, no. Yeah, like I'm in the same boat as you, but I would say for me, it even like expanded like my already existing views on mm. class. Mm. Time like this is when you really see how class factors in. 
facts who can afford who have parents who are already college educated or who have education who can help them with their homework kids who already have technology at home who have their own room their own desk space to learn who could mm-hmm. learn have things that they could use to do their material you know their class lessons are in a whole other uh position than the kids who are you know sharing like i read an article where there's like a, a family of five kids and, and they, they have to share two tablets between them oh my god they're oh, not wow. in the same position and, or these and these kids have parents who are essential workers so they're not at home helping the wow. kids do their lessons like the way other kids are like this is it's times like these when the class disparities in our society become even more apparent like totally we're seeing it in the news with the way people are being impacted by covid and they were also seeing it in education that's great which kids are being able to transition in a smoothly um into remote learning totally and i think even like you know like to your point like i mean the students like the, in the case of the students have to share tablets like when we finally get back to like going to school on the regular those kids are going to be further behind and it's just like it's, it's compounding you know, it's, it's like compounded. Like the, the effects of all of this are going to be felt for years. Exactly. So many people are going to be generations potentially because they just happen to be born in the wrong zip code, or yeah. they just happen to be born in the wrong um, economic bracket. You know, it's a shame. Um, speaking of this, I think it's actually a really timely um, transition because it just literally just happened. Bernie Sanders dropped out of the Democratic uh, presidential race, uh, and you know, I. So I will preface by saying that like I was never the biggest Bernie fan. I, I mean I like I loved his policies. I just did not like him as a person. I will say that. Like I will own that. Um, but now that he's out, I'm just I'm like now given everything copy with COVID nineteen, I'm like, uh, Dems, you need to adopt like ninety percent of his platform like now because like this is ridiculous. Like <laughs> never gonna happen. I know. <laughs> I know. At least universal health care. That again. He's Dems should start adopting some of Bernie's policies. I'm like, over oh, their dead, rich bodies. Right? Like, why would they? They would. Oh, God. This, is, this will be the time to do it. But they won't. They won't. This, uh, is a shame. this will definitely be the time to do it because it's like, yeah. Like, I think, this is like, like what, the best time just like. I think the latest stat as of ahead, as of Thursday, I think the latest stat is like 17 million Americans have filed for unemployment in the last like since it's all started. That's bananas. Yeah, and it's like I think it the was six point six the other day. And yeah, for this week. Yeah, was only for this week though. So I think it's 17 million in total, and I think the unemployment rate is like 32 percent or something like that. Like, so can we do a quick fact check? Wow. Did, he, did Bernie drop out of the race, or did he end his campaign? Because I heard that he's ended his campaign. But he's on the race. Yes. Yeah. So from my understanding, from but his That's concessions, different. from his like speech, my understanding is that he will still be on the ballot mm-hmm. because, and he still wants to gather delegates. So then when the convention happens, he has leverage to say like, you know, to continue to push his message, even though he will not be the nominee. Like Joe Biden is a nominee. That's that's not, that's not changing. And Biden, and he wants him to be the nominee, although he is not he's top short of endorsing him. But like he recognized that Biden will be the nominee, but I think for his policies, for Bernie's policies, like he wants him, he wants to stay on the ballot to push those policies, to make it so like, hey, if you want, if you want my delegates, you gotta like adopt these things. But I think it's smart. Yeah, have we heard from Joe Biden since all of this COVID nineteen stuff gone down? Yeah, I mean, he's been talking. Yeah, a little bit, but he's been kind of quiet. I mean, both of them a have been kind of quiet. I, mean, I think he's been more oh, quiet. Oh, Bernie turned most of his campaign chapters into like rapid response groups to do community service. Like he switched focus. 
Wow. So that's why I, I mean, like, I mean, that's what's been going on. He's, he's doing, like, they're pushing mutual aid. That's amazing. I had no idea. That's yeah, amazing. but I don't time I heard right. him from Biden, well, he said um, he still has the same opinion. That's why that's the last time I heard from him, too. And it's like, you do realize uh-huh. that, like, people are dying okay. because they lost their jobs because, and now they're dying because they don't, right. have, employment, they don't have employment insurance. Like, you do realize that this is like a really screwed up situation, right? Like, this time to reiterate that too like to grind his heel into it oh i know of all the times like can't even say like you know i'm rethinking my position like you know i do think that you know it's just like really like what donor is like grabbing you by the balls that like you can't change your position you know it's really unfortunate yeah we need we like our rate like so like america has the united states has the highest COVID-19 cases, New York State has the highest of any country outside the United States. <laughs> like, like, we need right. universal health. Oh, I have the, um, the African stats, by the way. Oh, you have the African stats? You so, like, for my country only, it's interesting. There's only 13 in Liberia. Wow. Some countries have about five or six. Now, mm-hmm. this is the thing. The countries with the highest are South Africa, and North Africa, because there's a lot of Europeans catch that dirt. Yep. Can come because you can you can drive from um Spain to Egypt. You can literally drive from Spain to Egypt in a That's car. Amazing. That'd, actually, that'd, be really cute, that'd be a cute road trip. Twenty twenty one. Oh, that'd be a very cute road trip across across two continents. Yeah. Um, and North Africa has a lot of um, they have like maybe seventeen hundred cases, and then South Africa. Has like mm-hmm. nineteen hundred. So the, the country with the most right Eurocentric Africanos. The well, middle, I'm, like the Congo and all the places. Mali has like three. Right. That's amazing. Well, also, I mean, that makes sense too because, like, they're in like the they're in the tropical like the the, the um the equator the tropics. Yeah. The tropics. So like, he doesn't really live there. But I guess that also makes sense why like, South Africa probably has a lot more. Also, because of white people. South Africa has but, a lot. North Africa has a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and then I I'm just saying, girl, girl can jump in the car from Spain and make it to Egypt. <clears throat> it's, I mean, there's that. I mean, I was thinking about different factors that could factor into these numbers in some of the countries in the global, the global South. But before hey, I get girl, to that, I, I, in a way. I did read that they said that the majority of the cases in New York that came from from um, foreigners came from European tourists as well. Really? Yeah. So like that. this whole like shutting down flights from Hong Kong wouldn't have made a difference when it all came from Europe anyway. Yeah, because at that point it had already traveled to Europe and so it was being passed on from those tourists. Uh, so it was already too late. Oh wow. They just, I they said co- that they, they Columbus us. <laughs> Unintentionally this time. <laughs> that is late. I um, honestly thoroughly believe in my heart. I feel Michael this is my conspiracy theory. I believe in my heart wholeheartedly that this was a disease that came from Europe and then by way of China. Because if you think about how densely populated China is, and diseases do spread in densely populated areas, but at the same time, their immunity level is so much higher because of the density population. Mm-hmm. So why have we not heard about what's going on in like India? That should be like everyone should be dead in India from COVID nineteen right now. Well, I think for the India piece, I think it's because it's so hot there. 
Like, I think the same thing as Africa, right? Like, I think it's because it's just so hot. You just don't have cases yeah. there, potentially. Oh, come on, Sam 20. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I mean, it's, I think it's, speaking of, you know, populations are affected by it, um, you know, the, 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 now we're starting to collect data by like this, disaggregating by race. And we're hearing, you know, that black Americans are like overly, you know, are overly the ones who are dying from COVID-19. And of course, we know for all the number of reasons for, you know, health disparities, things like that. But it's like, why, why do those disparities yeah. exist? Hmm? I think it's a lot. It's a, a, a lot of factors. Yeah, exactly. Health disparities. The hospitals in black neighborhoods tend to right. be either really um, uh, mediocre to failing. Mm-hmm. Um, so on a good day, if you are a person who lives in a black neighborhood, have it to go to your nearby hospital, your chances were, you know, okay. So right. now in the middle of a global pandemic, where everyone's flooding the hospitals, your chances are even worse. Exactly. You know? No, like I mean, I've heard like Elmer's Hospital is like the epicenter in Queens, and like. I've heard like you don't want to go to you don't go to Umber's Hospital on a good day. So like, why would you want to go during a pandemic? Right. <laughs> like, you got some shade to share, Sam, <laughs> as a native New Yorker. <laughs> well, I'm a Brooklynite, so our like, you know, no no hospital is Brookdale. Oh, how are they doing? I haven't heard anything oh. about. It. I mean, everyone everyone talk about Elmer's in like Mount Sinai. Have Have you heard about Brookdale? How they're doing? Listen, Brookdale serves East New York and Brownsville. You think there'll ever, ever be news about that? Uh, I mean, nobody cares. People like people don't care. That's a shame. That's oh, a yeah. Shame. I know that's what it is. They don't want to hear about the, if, as far as they know, black people dying by natural causes is in masses like this. You know, seems to it seems to be like a problem that's working itself out. You know, for, to right. our country. That's why it's kind of like, oh well. Mm-mm. You know, I've actually, that's, I think that ties into one more topic I want to do before we go into our music break. And there was this article that was published by the by Gothamist um, about how um, there's, there's been an increase in people just dying in their homes during COVID-19. And they're like, why aren't these, like, to our death rate for COVID-19 is actually much higher than we say it is. Like, as many mm-hmm. as 200 people are dying a day inside their homes. Of course it is. Because they're not, but because they're not getting tested. And they're and in the autopsy they're not being tested for COVID nineteen. They're, they're not confirmed as COVID nineteen deaths, but but clearly, I mean, because before it's like you know twenty twenty five people a day would die in the home, but now it's like two hundred. So it's like clearly people who had COVID nineteen, but they never got the medical help they needed, um, and then, so they're not part of the counts. But they but like there's a push. In, like I think now apparently, the New York Department of Health is starting to do that. Finally, I mean they haven't done it yet, but I think they're going to start doing it. But still, it's just like there's. There's more deaths than we say there are. This whole thing is so insane. Like, I really just like, oh, Bernie was war- warning us that this would happen. Right. Like, we, like, guys, like, what the hell? Like, we need to, like, be ready for those kind of stuff. And we need to have the, like, the social security net, not social security, the social, the social, social safety net in place. And it's like, just kidding. We have, like, the most idiot president ever, like, worse than Hoover, worse than, like, anybody, like, in office, just, like, acting a damn fool and yelling at reporters and calling them cutie pie. Like, he's just, I just don't know. I'm really worried. Like, I'm, and I'm concerned that he might still win in 2020 somehow. Well, in the fall. Like, I'm so concerned. Like, it's, I'm scared. (laughs) Like. Well, it's going to actually 
either work against him or work for him, depending right. on who who you um you think is thinking. Because we're gonna get to our Tiger King later on. I made it to three episode four. Oh, thank God. Um. So, but you know, we people often forget that those people exist, and those you know, so it doesn't matter what happens. Um, he's not handling this very well. Mm-hmm. Um. Like a lot of leaders, and I hit it very well. Like every morning, I try to turn on the TV and watch who's giving a speech. Um, it was De Blasio this morning. I can't stand him, yeah. like talking about this. Uh, now I do at this moment enjoy Cuomo talking about it because she be she be like, "Bitch, I don't know," right. and I like that. I like the whole "Bitch, I don't know," girl. Uh, we might go outside. We might not. Let's see. You know, <laughs> I like that. You know, it's real. It's like, mm, real. look, y'all. But the federal government, I think, is actually, I don't watch Cuomo. I don't even watch the briefings from the House because it's like a bunch of BS. It's like oh, yeah. so, like, what's the point? And why is the president talking? We should have him just give one speech a week, and we should have the rest of the time should be uh, um, just the medical professionals mm-hmm. and not. What's his name? Um, the tap dancing watermelon person, Carson, not him. Oh, God. just a medical, prof- you know, he is a medical professional. But mean, no, wild. That's not, that's not talking about that's her. what's happening. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Um, let's move mm-hmm. into our music break. So, look for um, rest. You need from over here, Sam, <laughs> right? <laughs> are you are you calling the corner, Sam? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if oh. that was an option for me, I would have explored it a long time ago. Okay. I kind of missed that. Um, <laughs> so we're going to move into our music break. Um, we, I think all of us picked, we all picked songs for this. So I don't know if we want to like maybe go down our list of what we chose. Um, so I, so I found this song on um, Spotify, actually. It's powered by Mithoni Drummer Queen. Um, and then we have My Type featuring City Girls, so Sala Edie, and, oh, and Jeannie, and Jeannie Aiko. And then we have Danza Sur, Nestutipa by Bagar. So I'm super excited for these songs. Um, I hope you enjoy this music break. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. You listen to Queer State of Mind. Um, we will and uh, enjoy this music break. You would have us forget, you would have us make it easier, have us regret, you would never say her name. You would have us forget how the mother's pressure freed the sons and daughters caught in torture chambers. Talk about it. Yeah, we've always been great for a long time now, but you always debate for a long time now. What a woman should make, what a woman should take, but you never ask a woman what a basic mistake. Power, power, power. Sissy, your power. What 
Totoa how, ndiyo sisi how This time I to choke, this time I to go Pesa hatukobe, tena hatusote Gumuku nishika kwanza jenga kasivi Mna pressure ya kumari bata tujiski Ntabake mukijeki, chinda mkidibeti Penye ni nageti, pesa ya kibeti All the women who can be for us Who do the world for us Who make it work for us Listen for the women who can be for us Who do the world for us Who make it work for us I'm my own From Slauson, yeah. I like the type to eat the pussy till I levitate. I'm the type to make them beat it up to meditate. I don't really got type, don't discriminate. I just sneak a dick. Hey, hey, Never been a quick fuck, more so a ticket. I go viral when I talk, period. 
Live privacy on the door, I'ma make the shit grip. A rich nigga, eight figure, that's my type. That's my type, nigga, that's my type. Eight inch big, oof, that's the type. That bitch, I'ma buy the dick all night. A rich nigga, eight figure, that's my type.
You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Wow. Wow. So fun. Wow. Wait a minute. So I've never heard of really Bagara. <laughs> wow. Girl. <laughs> right? Who, who is this I wish person? y'all could really see what, what I was seeing from over here. I wish <laughs> y'all could actually see what was happening with um, Nika Nederson, honey. On the <laughs> it was something special. She was... Wait, what was that last one? Doing part? a thing, now. That was a cute song. Like, so who is Buck? Oh, sorry. Lord, I, I, I don't know. know. I... Again. They won't come back to me, honey. I'm the only one here. Let me go back over here for a second. Yeah, you got to stay by the you gotta stand by the window to get that good Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got no window. No. You got a nice little skylight. Yes. Fancy. I know. So you know what's so funny, Micah? What? So I think that the whole like speeding and like slowing down on here is Zoom. It's not us. Oop. Hold on that. Hold that thought. I actually changed Wi-Fi networks and all this. I was like, oh, it's not on Zoom. Well, I think also the part of it too is that like we are in prime time, right? Like we're still in that window. So like everyone's using the network, right? So like that's something we have to contend with. Like I was on calls uh, today and it was just like cutting out. I was like, oops, sorry. Like have y'all been getting any kind of weird feedback from me, like on my end? Mm, no, you've been perfect. Okay. You look good. You look oh, great. Thank you. Yes. I'm loving your hair, baby. Thank you. Yes. Do you know what I actually also thought about doing was uh, maybe we'll see uh, me going to the studio by myself one day. And really? Well, and then having us call it. There. Yeah. Well, actually, I think the rule is that like you like two yeah. people, two people can go in max, um, but you can't take the train or you can't you can't take public transportation. You have to just go by like bike or something or walk. Oh yeah. Well, you know. I mean, they oh, have to wipe down everything. Well, maybe let's. Let's schedule a date, Posey, and see yeah. because we both can. And like, yeah, you can call in. Can go away like, and yeah. one person can call in. Yeah, that'd be cute. Actually, that sounds a good idea. Might work better. Yeah, that, that's not a good idea. That might that, we can make it work. Yes. Wait. So sorry, we got distracted. So who is Bagar? Is Bagar or is Bagar? I do not know who. So what's everybody's cocktail? Oh, rosé. I'm drinking plum wine. Ooh, I love plum wine. Yes. It's so good. That's like Korean, right? No. Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. I should know. Oh, I like mason jar. Mm-hmm. I got some my I have dollars at the Dollar Tree. What did you get? Vodka, cherry lime. So I have vodka, cherry lime, mason girl, mm-hmm. and uh, a spat champagne. Ooh. So I think you'd be delighted to know. So I've been craving a Manhattan lately. So I went and bought the ingredients for Manhattan. Oh, yes. So, I mean, it's going to make it for the show, but I didn't, I ran out of time, but like, I'm definitely going to like learn how to make Manhattans. That's like my next like big goal for like the week, I guess, to learn how to make Manhattan. Do that. Cause like, I mean, I wanted to use Japanese whiskey, but I couldn't find any in my liquor store. So I just chose uh, something else, but I'm excited to, you know, have to have this to, you know, be able to make a martini. I mean, I'm a shit, make a Manhattan. <laughs> Super excited. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
let's go. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's, like, what else are we talking about? We have a lot going on. Yeah, you have a lot of topics. Okay, uh, yes. Yeah, tell, tell me. What's on your mind? We were going to talk about the um, home remedies for yes. this situation that we're finding. Yes, 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 yes. Tell me. Uh, okay, I guess I'll start. Yeah. So uh, y'all probably know, because the last time you saw me, or, or you're supposed to see me, <laughs> I was fairly certain I got the Rona, you know? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I was coughing up my lung. It was just very strange. Did, do you, um, did anyone else in your family get like have similar symptoms or no i'm very careful as soon as the news started reporting about all kinds of airborne this this and that and these and those I, and i was like my ass is always on the train and around all these people i started taking precautions very early on like mm-hmm. i like mid-february i was already for social distancing from my family uh, in terms of like you know doing like not being each other's face, no more kissing on the cheek, which is like, oh, yeah. like a normal greeting. Mm-hmm. I had stopped doing that. As soon as I walked through the door, I would jump right into the shower. Like I was doing that in mid-February. Oh, wow. And then really sticking to my room because, you know, I live with my family. Both my parents are considered seniors. Right. Um, and, you know, I don't want to take any chances. So, um, yeah, nobody. No, me, I'm, I, I'm not bragging. But I will say I'm like I I can rest on the fact that I'm very good with that stuff. Like whenever I have a cold or anything like that, I never get anybody sick. That's great. In, in my house, and we live in the same house, I never get anyone sick. I'm super careful about stuff like that. That's great. That's great. I mean, I think well, it's funny. Like I think hearing about you know when everything came out, everyone was like, "Wash your hands for 20 seconds." And I'm like, shouldn't you be doing that anyway? As opposed <laughs> to what was what were people doing before? Right. Making right. under the faucet. Well, you know what? I've been to ladies' rooms, you know. Mm. And I see how some of these 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 gals, I almost said the B word, these gals be conducting themselves in the public restroom. Mm-hmm. And it is not cute. It's nasty. Um, I think I read a statistic. I don't know if, I mean, I, again, I don't know the source of the statistic. Don't know what the actual truth of it is. But someone, I've heard from a friend that something like, like, 20 or 30 percent of men don't wash their hands after doing number two and then they want to go and stroke your face oh hell to the all. yeah like I, I mean i need i definitely want to like follow up and see like you know where this who this who did the study but that's what i heard and i'm like that is nasty who doesn't wash their hands after doing number two and 20 percent of what men probably well women. it's crazy right straight men. probably straight men actually like, <laughs> white men straight men all it's the time. super crazy yeah it's gross i'm like but you know um hot in here but i can't leave my window open because them church bells they just be going off oh girl yeah well you know they got to make sure because it's easter week that's right they need to shut up and passover Um, yeah i mean like a girl okay well i i don't need a bell right also (laughs) why y'all out (laughs) no but let me tell you the, the the live stream from the palm sunday mass at at um at the cathedral was like really goth i was watching it with my mom it was so dark i was like hey, you, now i understand why people go to church you go for the people the community because when it's just the priest and his little outfit and like all this like really dark stuff talking about like the death and this and that oh it, god it's just it's the whole energy the vibes are different and i hear that i can see that yeah especially palm sunday i feel like palm sunday yes excuse beauty oh <gasps> <laughs> I love that fan. That's cute. So, so for, 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 yeah, love it. So Sam shows her fan, and it is fabulous. Thank you for sharing that. 
<laughs> fabulous fan. <laughs> no, but I think also like Palm Sunday is an especially dark day, right? Because it was like what, like, like Jesus only lived for like what three more days after that. Like, it's like well, it was, it was that was the week, like the beginning of the you know the long yeah. week, because you know, and then it goes to show you how fickle people are. Like that was one thing that the Bible really shows you that you know haters be hating. Yeah, they were all they were loving him. It was it was it was a, an instant of back then y'all was on me, and now you didn't want me. It's like a reverse. Mm. It was like, hey, oh, we love this guy. And then by what? By Friday, it was all like, let's kill him. Right? I mean, even if, even if you're not, you're not Christian, then you can learn a lot from like some of these stories just about like the, how people, you know, how they do. No, totally. No, I mean, I mean, I feel like it's also kind of like the big lessons in the Bible. It's like, you know, like, you know, like I love, the, I love the story of Lot and Lot's wife, right? Like, it's like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the big lesson when a bitch tells you not to look back don't look back <laughs> that's true the bit well, that bitch was golf though she got good seats honey <laughs> Yo, some of the bible stories, i'm just saying look no. some of these bible stories that i read like when i was a kid some of that stuff was like way too much for a child oh my god yeah like no. I remember, like being like having to read that stuff when I was a kid. And I was like, "What? Like this is dark." <laughs> like, what is Did y'all this? ever get that my little book of Bible stories from the Jehovah's Witnesses with the pictures? Yes, I have one of those. Did you ever? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that was like horror. Was I used to what, I'm, what the fuck is happening? Like, I still have that book. Like, oh, oh my shit. god, I still I have read, it. I want to read that. I want. I'd love to revisit that because that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, those, 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 you remember the Left Behind series? Oh, yes. Is that with Kirk Cameron? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, wrong person. Oh, yeah. yeah, Kirk Cameron, he was in there. He did, he did those movies where he was a firefighter, you know, fighting for Jesus, man. Yes, yes. <laughs> soldier for Christ. <laughs> a soldier for Christ, honey. Okay. No, but there's some, like, there's some interesting stories. And then, like, you know, there's, like, the whole, like, the sex poems of Song of Solomon, the Book of Solomon. This is funny. My first Bible verse of all time, and I said this once in elementary uh, school, was, excuse me, Songs of Solomon 8. We have a sister and she has no rest. What shall we do on the day she is asked for? That is the actual Bible verse. Wait, can you repeat that one more time for the people in the back? <laughs> yes. Songs of Solomon 8, 8. We have a sister, and she has no breast. What shall we do on the day she is asked for? <laughs> yeah, look at that. Wow. One of the ones I remember the most because it was like a, my, one of my favorite biblical disses was in the David and Goliath story where he says to Goliath, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, I need my life. What, 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 uh, what, 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 uh, um, God, I can't even speak. What book is that? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember that line. <laughs> That's I a good one, remember. Look it up but right now. Let you know. know. It's a famous story. It's in, it's in the Bible. Um, I think it's in the Old Testament. Yeah, it's Old Testament for sure. Yeah. I don't know exactly which one that is. I'm going to say, uh, Romans? No, Romans is New Testament. I don't know. Well, yeah, there's, there's some good, there's some creepy stories in there. There's some funny ones. There's some good disses. There's a, there's a little, there's something for everybody. I'm there just, really is. Oh, Samuel. Yes. First, uh, Samuel book, uh, 
1726. Oh, wow. You found it. There you go. Oh, I'm going to use that. Your Bible studies on kids. You definitely use that. You see bits in there. That's hilarious. I I I always thought the ones, it was like the, um, which one is it? I think it's in like Exodus or in Deuteronomy. It's all about like, it's like if you see someone with a log and like a splinter in their eye, like don't pull it out, pull out the splinter in your eye. I'm just like, it's not everybody like, like, still uses that phrase too all the time. All the time. People all use that time. all the time. Right. It's right. like, it's or like, they say the plank in your eye. Yeah, the plank. I'm like, no, do splinter or the log. I've heard log. I'm like, you fool, take out the log in your eye before you take out the log in someone else's. I'm like, all right, <laughs> all right new King James, new like living Bible version. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, girl, oh, Jesus in red. Oh my God, yes. They were quite good. I never understood that when I was a kid. Like the whole red, the whole red text thing. I was like, why is it in red? Like, I mean, I, knew, I understood with Jesus. I was like, why is why is his text in red and everyone else's is not? I didn't. It took me forever to understand that. Wait, well, uh, why, why is that? I guess I guess because it's holier text. But like, it was also when he was like alive. I never knew why. Red text. If it's red, yeah. I've never heard of that. Wait, really? You know what? To be honest, I think my school was busy indoctrinating me. Like they weren't pressed about the little details. That's <laughs> so fascinating. <laughs> oh, so I did you? Um, I went to I went to Luke school growing up. Really, my brother was in Catholic school, and I was in Luke school. Luke mm, school? Yeah, Lutheran? because when uh, in West Africa, um, you if you went to public school, it meant that it's just like, well, in Liberia, I mean that's it, you know the whole the whole continent, and like you were like trash. Almost so, like if you have any money, Monty, you went to private school. So my brother went to all boys Catholic school, and I went to Lutheran school. So we were always like reciting Bibles and all that shit, like you know, before wow. we went to classes. Wow, very interesting. So I went to, but see look at me now. Mm. I'll damage all of us Catholics. I went to, um, <laughs> I went to Saint Rose of Lima in Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah. Memories. It's not, it doesn't exist anymore, right? Now, it's Brooklyn Dreams Charter School now. Really? It's a charter school? Yeah, but they kept some of the statues because it's like this, this, um, the, those structures are so old. Like some parts of it were like considered landmarks, so we can't take it down. Interesting. Yeah, but they did take down like some of the other oh, wow. statues, like the beautiful statue of Mary, which I love, where she's stepping on the snake. It's like a very famous image of Mary. It's just like her standing on the globe and there's a snake at her foot and she's like stepping on it. But she's still looking holy and just like very demure, but there's like a snake dying at her feet. Um, they took that down. Oh. <laughs> I love that one girl. though. Oh, yes, girl, you crushed yeah. that snake. People forget how morbid the Bible is. So It's so morbid. Intense. I'm like, wow. No. But it's preparing you for life. It really is. Because guess what? Someone, like, one day someone loves you and the other day they'll hate you, right? <laughs> like, be ready. Okay, an uncircumcised Philistine might come out the side of his face and come at you and call you out your name. Bitch, really? <laughs> <laughs> and you got to come at him like, I don't know who you think you is. Well, honey, you know, you know you're Micah. <laughs> well, I got some rocks for you. <laughs> you know, you know a lot of uncircumcised Philistines that came out to his face, honey. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think we need to have an episode coming up where we just do Bible verses that we like really enjoy. <laughs> oh my god! There's so many good ones. Oh my! Honestly, so we should do. We should definitely do that. Get like the most outrageous Bible verses and just go get like twenty of them. 
Yeah. And discuss. I think that'd be a great idea. I think that's I a like really it. fun idea. That's a really fun idea. Unless <laughs> like, you have the most experience in uncircumcised scenes, you got to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's no amazing. Tea. That's amazing. Like, I just love that. Like, thank you. Thank you for enlightening us with that, Sam. Like, that is an amazing. Also, I like how long have you known that line? Like, did you learn that like in high school and you just like stuck with you for? No, I've been holding on to that since seventh grade. That's everything. <laughs> <laughs> that is everything. Um, that is everything. Can we talk about the our COVID natural remedies? Oh yes, yes. You have a you have a natural remedy? Yes, tell us about it. Um, well, how, what have y'all been doing to like take care of yourself and stuff and like just to get yourself through all of I this? I mean, for me, like I think which article? Sorry, with no article. We're just talking about it. Um, I would say a natural remedy for me. I mean, obviously, wash my hands. I mean, I've been eating. I've been eating. I mean, just eating normal stuff. I mean, I mean, I think. I mean, a lot of it's just the same inside my damn house. But also, like, I think I've been like, I've been feeding my create my creative side, and I feel like maybe that's helping. Like, I'm just like keeping keeping active within like my confines of my apartment and just like, I mean, not really a natural remedy, but I, I feel like I've just been able to just like do stuff I really want to do and therefore I'm not bored. So therefore I don't feel like tired and like, I don't know. Like, I think I'm just like engaging myself, but I think it's also like, I don't want to say it's remedy. Like, I don't think that's what it is, but I think there's something, I think there's something to be said for like, if you like are actively staying engaged in various ways and like, you know, you're just like less likely to potentially get sick. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I think there's, I mean, there's, I think there's probably some truth to like, if you're like, you're staying active, there's like, there's certain, there's certain like health benefits, right? Um, so I think that there is some benefit for me, like engaging in a creative sense and like keeping a schedule and things like that. Like I'm not like sleeping for like 10 hours a day or like, you know, constantly complaining about being bored, right? Like I think there's something, I like to think there's some benefit to that. It's like some intangible benefit, maybe. Yeah. So that's me. You might be right. What do you? What about? What do you? What about you, Sadu? Uh oh. Oh, I think Sadu froze. Well, she'll come back in a moment. Um. Well, I told you, you like I got. I'm pretty sure I. I. Uh, the woman that got me. But I. I don't have a test, so nice. I didn't know. But like I was feeling different. Mm. I had a cold. And I don't know if it was like mental, where I feel like it's different because of everything that's going on. But I had this hacking cough on the mm -hmm. Thursday, the twelfth, and oh um, wow, like like yeah. March twelfth, March twelfth, girl. Oops. <laughs> I coughed so hard I had to get off the bus. I coughed so hard I almost threw up, and then I was standing in front of somebody's house. And I coughed so much and so loud and so intensely that their dog ran out and like was like at the gate like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but that's what I've heard. That's one of the symptoms, right? Like I've heard of like story, like anecdotal stories of people coughing so hard they feel like they're like they vomit because they're well, they feel like they're about to vomit because they're coughing so hard. Yeah, so that was crazy, and I had to get off the bus because people were getting tight. Like I was coughing, they started muttering to themselves, like, "Oh, this bitch got to get off that. She's coughing. She's doing this." I was like, "Oh hell no!" Mm -mm. I got off the took a cab. Mm -mm. No, man, in the cab with my head out the window to you know <laughs> oh, no. and the, yeah. cab driver, the cab driver looked like he was about to cry i felt so bad he looked so scared oh now, my god i get home i don't feel good i was like i need to do something i had their flu already you know on deck because when all this started going down i started stocking up on medicines and things just in case the rona got me wow that's rough yeah so i did that 
and then I didn't feel that great. I felt like I was starting to get better. My mom made me a tea. This concoction. Mm. Um, so you know the Yogi tea brand? I've heard of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So she got the lemon ginger flavor, the mango ginger, and the one that's called cold season. Ooh. And then she added, she put so she put like two two ba- tea bags each of those, plus some cinnamon sticks, plus cloves, and like one little thin slice of a lime. Mm. Well, it in the you know I think maybe like three or three cups of water maybe. Okay. Four cups, maybe um, I will say three because I don't remember it filling four cups. But um, I've been drinking that nonstop. It, I I was right and tight. And just fine in like three days. That's what? Wow. So share that recipe because for folks who are not like, oh my God, my lung is collapsing, I need to go to the hospital, but you're feeling like you got a little tingle in your throat. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to cure you, but it's not going to hurt. So wow. I would give it a try. That's great. Um, we're going to start a second hour, but I want you to repeat, I, I give folks again that recipe um, once we start up again, because I think that is like really, really Thank you for sharing that, Sam. Yeah, that's um, nice. Yeah, so uh, we'll be right back in a moment. Um, wait for a second hour. Here's the line on radio for you. Well, speaking of fucked up, honey. Yeah. Uh, I was like, she don't came up. Look at her. Yeah, look at mer- God. Getting merch. <laughs> I don't know if that's God, but yeah, look at something, honey. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let me do anything. Let's get that right. Bitch, I see what you did there. You did what I did there. And I appreciate it. It's amazing. This remix will literally give you life. Okay, yeah, we're listening to Queers of the Mind. I'm going to let these queens calm down. Because they Ooh! do need to calm down. They're doing the most. I'm All right. What, I want. what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is happening on the record right now? Say your girlfriend. I'm like, no, this is my good Judy. Bitch, what the fuck you mean? Right. Ladies with an attitude, fellas that are not in the mood, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Time for the Messy Hour, right here on Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. So actually, we're going to go right into our, our throwback track. Well, actually, the entire second hour is all throwback tracks. So I'm very excited for that. Um, we're just going to start off with, um, so, you know, Bill Weathers passed away um, last weekend from COVID-19, complication from COVID-19. So we want to salute him with a song picked out by the lovely Sam, Grandma's Hands. So it's so a good song to play, right? We're so good to play this? It's such a good song to play. Okay. He died from COVID, it was COVID-19? Yeah, I think so. It was COVID-19. I think it was COVID-19. I didn't know that. I mean, everyone seems to be, I mean, COVID-19 is getting all the girls. I mean, we'll talk about people who died, like. We got some. We got something to talk about, but um, yeah. I think I think he died. I think I think Bill Withers died of COVID nineteen. I think I, I want to say this would be it was complicated. It was because of that. I think I'll double check that. While we're on our music break, <laughs> um, so here's Grandma's Hands by Bill Weathers. Gal, we listen to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> in church on Sunday morning Grandma's hand played a tambourine so well Grandma's hand used to issue out a warning she'd say Billy don't 
don't you run so fast Might fall on a piece of glass Might be snakes there in that grass Grandma's hand Grandma's hand Soothe the local unwed mother Grandma's hand Used to ache sometimes and swell Grandma's hand to lift her face and tell her she'd say, Baby, Grandma, understand that you really love that man. Put yourself in Jesus' hands, Grandma's hand. Grandma's hand used to hand me piece of candy. Grandma's hand pick me up each time I fell. Came in a handy she'd say Matty don't you whip that boy What you wanna spank him for He didn't drop no apple core But I don't have grandma anymore If I get to heaven I'll look for grandma's hands So wow okay thank you Thank you for that beautiful selection, Samantha. Like, what? I did not know that no diggity. I want to back it up. Like, are you, you're on mute. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. What? Right? What, 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 what? I was like, I wonder how many people knew about that. Because you know how hip hop, like, sampled, especially early hip hop was oh sampled God, yeah. a lot from disco and, like, old school R&B. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, of course I should, like... I'm learning more and more that I should never assume that a hip hop song is like, doesn't have a sample. <laughs> like, Most of them do. Yeah, I think probably like 90% of them, right? Like and it's like surprising too. Sometimes it'll be like these niche R&B songs that like only black people know. Yes. And it's like, you know, from like Isaiah, like this, for example, like people right. are just like, everybody right. knows Lean On Me. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know? There's like all the other songs. It's like Ain't no sunshine. It, it was, we'll yeah. Song. yeah, but it's like it's just so funny. It's just like wow. Like yeah, Micah. Like, yes. Have you ever um watched the evolution of hip hop on Netflix? I have not watched that. You recommend? No. Well, oh. while we we have all this glorious time, watch it because it was about the anti R and B and the punk was about the anti rock. So there's mm. this whole thing because like people like Grandmaster Flash and all those people. And Blondie, so hip hop and punk were in the same bill in the underground. So you could go downstairs in the 70s, like 77, 70, 75, and you can go downstairs and hear like the Ramones and like Blondie and hear like Grandmaster Flash and all these people all on the same bill. Wow. On yeah, where? So where was this? Um, this uh, in the 70s. Um, the, um, uh, it's called The Evolution of Hip Hop. Like okay. a, ooh, like that club in the seventies. What's it like? What's that club in the East Village? Oh, it was underground. It's like everywhere, everywhere in New York City. Well, that makes sense though. But I mean, you ever like, wonder like, when you hear like you see like when people see like Blondie and Grandmaster Flash or Aerosmith or Run DMC, they're like, well, how did they get together? They've been playing together in venues for the longest time because they were like, you know, the outsiders. Interesting. In well, that makes sense because you listen you know, to Blondie's Rapture. So, and it makes perfect like, sense. But as far as like, so the whole hip hop thing was the anti R and B. 
So mm -hmm. no one wanted, the hip hop people did not want to do R&B. So a lot of the samples, of course, when it became blended, it comes from R&B. So that's why you hear all these like great samples. And of course, if you hear a great sample, girl, you know it's not original. No shade to the hip hop community, but. Mm. But to be fair. No, no, no. I mean, that's totally right though. But it, you know, it's interesting because, you know, you think of like, um, and a blonde with, with um rapture like there's a whole rap like that was like, that was, like really popular because like she rapped like debbie harry rapped fat five freddy right then, well because she knew she knew fucking Grandmaster knew Flash, and that's one of the best fucking baselines ever yeah so good so good it's one of the best baselines you ever hear in a, in a hip-hop song wow thank you for thank you um so i want to move to something you know we're talking about people who you know died recently um so linda tripp passed away at the age of 70. I know. Crazy, right? Linda it, motherfucking trip, girl. Right. And allegedly not for COVID-19. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. But what do y'all think? I mean, yeah. I mean, she was something else, wasn't she? <laughs> you know what? I kind of live for her a little bit because she was that girl that's like, girl, talk a little louder. Come a little closer, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um linda trip you know what i think i don't know if it sucks for her because everybody have worship you know they have their own principles and set of morals but like she'll always be known as being associated with that scandal and like what she did to monica Lewinsky. like yeah you led you know this charge to ruin this 24 year old's life like i'm not saying she was innocent but like right that that's your legacy in the world right. like, that's what you contributed to humanity mm-hmm like you betrayed someone's trust. Like you are a Judas in some ways, right? Like that's, and then a girl who's much younger than you at that. Right, significantly younger. Yeah. Like you took advantage of, I wouldn't say she's a child cause like what, I think she was like 24, but still like you took advantage of someone who- No, you wasn't a child younger. then. No. Yeah, like you took advantage of someone that was significantly younger than you for your own personal gain. And that's what you're known for, right? Like sucks. Like, and I'm sure she, I'm sure Linda should probably did some other great things. I mean, potentially, I don't know, but like, that's what she's known for now. Like she, she will always have it like on her like gravestone, right? It's like you were the one who betrayed a woman's trust to get back at this dude, right? Like, is it what it was to get back at him? I just thought. Well, I don't she, know if that was true, but she, the, when I, when that whole podcast came out about the scandal, remember? It was, like it was on Slate, right? It was a Slate. On Slate, yeah. She framed it as just like her doing like her 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 patriotic duty almost, like and in trying to bring down this corrupt man. Bill Clinton, and I'm not to say that he wasn't in his right. in, or in other respects, and like even you know taking advantage of an intern, right. you know that is a messed up thing to do. But she's I'm not I don't buy for a second that she was trying to do this grand mm -mm. thing. Not she at wanted all. Her, she wanted to get her cut of whatever the prize was. Exactly, exactly. I mean I don't even know if she even got that. Like I mean they, I don't even know if she even won anything out of it. Right? Like that's the thing. Right? It's like you did this thing. Like did you like your your legacy is that you are connected to this yeah she's like, not a hero but mm -hmm. from both sides she's doing the worst the rest of the country made a mockery of her and that's her legacy yeah i don't know what do you yeah. think that could, I mean, that could just be me being harsh no, i think so too like i don't like i don't know anyone who thinks positively of her right like i i've yet to see like like basically all the reports i've seen are just like yeah she died and she did this terrible thing like she brought down like she tried to bring like she you know she she recorded these conversations and did all this stuff that she shouldn't have done, right? Like, never, like, you know, like, positive feminist, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't see that kind of conversation 
or whatever kind of conversation, you know, like trying to like uphold like, you know, corrupt people. Like that's not what you think of when you think of Linda Tripp. I think they do froze again. Um. <laughs> I, I was saying he should leave his video on, right? Yeah, and oh, there he is. Mute the mic, but then call in for the audio part. part. I know, right? But he seems to be back now. Hey, hey, Miss Karma. Um, you know, this is All right, uh, okay. So I'm not frozen anymore. I'm good. Yeah, this is like 20. You know. No, I'm sorry, you guys. This has been just a little bit because everybody's on hand. You know it's what? Actually, when we go to our next music break, I'm going back to um. Oh, Your phone. Am I mute? Okay. You're not, oh, yeah, no, you're, not you're talking. Mute. You're talking. You're talking. When we go to next music break, I'm going back. You're gonna call. Okay. I'm going to go to the next music break. Going to back to my phone. Okay. Because that sounds good. The last time we did the run on my phone, it was much better than this. Yeah. Clip. It's okay. not this album being being funky. That's okay. The next um, music break. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. Anyway, um, uh, let me just put my two cents in on um, Miss Linda Tripp. Yes. Give us. Um, she. I don't know if she's my idol or not. <laughs> she's like the tough party on the political world. Mm-hmm. No, she's something. Are you just sipping your tea? You better sip your tea. I'm not sure if I love her or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's something else. I mean, she, she's something. Um, and I don't know how to tie this in together. I'm, I, I don't think I can't do a smooth transition. I would love to do a smooth transition. I just can't. Let's talk Tiger King. Like, we just need to talk about it. Like, oh. Right now. <laughs> we like, do. Wait, but this, they do get to adjust and do the things you need to do. Yeah, so I think well he's gonna he's gonna call in during the music break, so I think he's still in right now. Okay. Um, but he's checking his feet. He's doing this right now. But um, so I I finally watched the entire limited series. Um, that's it's a mess. <laughs> oh, okay. I have so many. I don't want to get too much into it until uh, Seiju gets back. Yeah. But um, I remember my friend posting, like. You know, everybody was posting about Tiger King, and I was like, oh, okay, this is another thing I have to jump on. Right. And so I could be part of, the, you know, the, co- the current conversations. Like, this is mm-hmm. what happened with Love is Blind, too. Like, I was the last person to watch it, watch Love is Blind, and it was insane. I was like, no, what? Everyone was going crazy about it. Oh. So I did that with Tiger King, and wow. It's, it's insane. No, I was the same way. Like, I, re- I didn't want to watch it at first, but because, like, literally every single meme... And like every reference was about Carol Baskin, and like, <laughs> now I'm just like, okay, I need to watch this now. So I guess yeah. I'm gonna start. I, I want to hear what Sadu also thinks about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm so curious. Like, so Sadu had to dial out for a quick, but he'll be right back. Um, yeah. Like, I just watched it, and like, it's just, I think it's like a grim reminder that, like, well, I don't know if the grim reminder is a word. I mean, just reminder. That these people exist in the world, and like, there's just there's a lot. <laughs> like, like if you can imagine it, it exists. Like, it really does exist. Like, I feel like that always has been like my the idea in my head. Like before I met actual Midwesterners of like what they were like. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Like I'm got- a New Yorker, born and raised, and this is how. I feel like, and I'm not, I mean, I could only speak for myself, but I'm pretty sure other people will be in the same boat. Like, this is what we see, or this is what we think of and imagine when we think of Midwestern people. Exactly, exactly. No, so. no, it's true. And it's like, <laughs> you're all crazy. Like, you're, all, and it's like, oh, like, you do math. Oh, it's a funny surprise. <laughs> but also just like the whole vibe, the aesthetic, you know, 
that that whole thing. The um, public access television looking life, like <laughs> we, we gotta talk about the record. Wait, with the record? What's the record? Joe Joe um, Exotics music. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! Like all this music, the music videos. Like okay, like. There's so many, okay, um, so you said some mobile software, eh? That's yeah, so he's gonna, he's gonna be some, he's gonna be a moment, so just us, y'all. Um, I like the song I Saw a Tiger. I did. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it, was, it had like a very, like a real country vibe to it. Yeah. But then I read later on that the voice is not, it's not Joe Exotic's voice, it's another person. Are you serious? Wait, so he's like Millie Vanilling us? Yeah, but no, I think like, um, it was never supposed to be like it's like you know it was never supposed to be like a secret or anything like that. Oh, I, I don't think it was like a trick, yeah. But when you listen to Joe Exotic speak and then you hear the voice, oh yeah, it doesn't match at all. I mean, I'm if like, he had that kind of voice, I'd be like, what? Excuse, like what? What's going on here? Oh, Sadie is back. He's connecting. You're mute though, so I'm assuming. He's, oh, there he is. Hey, um, okay, you're jump your volume a little bit, girl. Can you hear me? Yes, oh, yeah. I turned my volume Yeah. Oh my god. So much better. Yes. You sound very clear. Yes, you do. So I took every, I stopped um, trying to go for my tablet, which I guess is a piece of shit when it comes to Zoom. And I went to my phone. And mm-hmm. so now you're all clear. You're not breaking up. Much better. Yes. So, okay. so we're talking about okay. Tiger King. We want to know your thoughts. Girl, Girl let me tell you a secret. <laughs> so I was, well, I started watching this mess. I said, this is I'm not going to make it through this. But baby, when Miss Carol came up, <laughs> I said, okay. Now, here's my problem. When Miss Carol said, well, you know, that man, he's just so rude and Joe, and he's just terrible. But, you know, I'm allergic to cats. I said, wait a minute. The cat lady is allergic to cats? I said, okay, bitch, I can't trust you. She just got that nervous laugh. Look, she don't kill a few people. The Miss Carol, I was not here for, but they put the cocaine in the snakes. I was like, oh my God, I hate snakes and I love cocaine. How is this going to work for me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute now. Um, <laughs> you know, girl, it was come across, like, come on, conundrum. Like, hmm, okay, well, I could die or. <laughs> so. Snakes happen to be one of my favorite yeah. animals. Oh, really? I've always, since I was a little girl, loved them. Really? Yeah, I love snakes. Like, you'll see on my Instagram sometimes, I, like, randomly, without context, post a video of a oh. snake. I've seen those. I've seen that. Yeah, like, I, just, like, killing someone. Like, yeah, just killing somebody, oh. shedding. You know, I love that. I love watching videos of snakes shedding. No, 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 none of that, none of that. <laughs> but here's the thing. So I made all the way to episode four. Mm-hmm. So at first I was like, you know, you know, I got very new school, new fans. I said, like, you know what? Maybe I'm giving Carol too much because, you know, uh, I'm sexist, I'm misogynist because, you know, maybe I'm giving Carol too much. And then when that lesbian got her arm bit off by that tiger and went back to work, I said, well, she's a woman too, and she's not an awful person. So Carol is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the one-armed lesbian gave me so much life She's oh. well at first first i didn't know it was a woman and i was like oh it was a lesbian okay yeah. on the flip <laughs> side uh miss joe miss tiger king she's mm. a fucking nutbag oh 100 percent. like i was like 
him and Kara are both just they are different sides of the same fucking mm-hmm. thing. And that's why they hate each other so much. It's, it's the same person. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, your relic can both coexist and leave this alone. Yeah, yeah that's that's what it, you watch the whole thing. No, no, I'm, all, I'm, I'm about all episode five right now. I haven't made it there yet. Okay, so you made it pretty far. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking to myself, oh, yeah. like, as the time, as the episodes go along, one of the things that I'm noticing about all the main characters is that they're all predators. Mm. Yeah. Innocence in this. Only people who are innocent are the people who they preyed upon. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. People who are brainwashed. They're awful people. people. I mean, they are oh, literally God. awful people. Like, everyone is so freaking awful. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, that is the, the epitome of, you know, when someone said they hate someone, you're like, okay, maybe. Watching the show, I mean, I just feel like they're hate. Like, yeah. they hate between uh, Kara and Joe, and I don't get it. It's so beyond. Right. But there's mm-hmm. a certain thing I understand. I think that Joe hates Carol because she is rich. And she has money, and she can do whatever she wants. Mm. Sarah hates, hates Joe because sometimes when you are a really rich person, let, I'm going to use Olaf. I'm glad you brought Lindsay Olaf. When you're a rich person and you don't have that talent, it pisses you the fuck off. Mm. Because no matter how much money Carol has, she would never have the pull that Joe has and the way he juggles. And she would never have that. Right. She would never have that, and that can piss a person off. So they're both, I hate them telling two different things. And like, I mean, everybody in this fucking show is like the worst. I'm, I thought to be honest, it's not the worst. Now, her and her two husbands, I'm going to tell you a secret, Miss Micah. This is between yeah. um, and you. Um, I know Sam's here. <laughs> Inspiration. If Joe, Tiger King, can pull a six five piece of trade like he did with Trevor, what the fuck is happening in this world? No, it's facts. Oh, so what the hell? Um, but wait, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Oh, okay. yeah. I start to understand why he's able to hold on to certain people the way he does. Oh, wow. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm it's, just, it's a mess. But you're right. No, there's something. There's, there's a very specific material reason, is what I'm going to say. Oh, you know, I know about the, 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 the mess. I know about the mess part of it. I just want to see it fold out. But that's crazy. Like, I actually started watching I didn't want to, but like, the more I said, I said, these bitches on Tiger King were like, they looked at Snap and went, hold my purse. Right. <laughs> so by episode five, do they start talking about the whole mystery with Carol Baskin? I, yeah. I, no, so episode three is the whole thing with Carol and the husband missing. Because, you know, when she was walking down the street after having a fight with her husband, and then somebody said, well, I think Carol was actually a hoe. <laughs> Carol was actually a hoe out in the street. You know, I was like, because Miss Carol, Miss Carol gives me the blues. Joe's just fucking crazy in the nuts. Right. It's, it's, it's very upfront. Although I would say this, you know, because going up to episode three, I don't think Carol burned down the, um, the studio. Oh, yeah. I think that was Joe. I don't think Carol did that. I think it was Joe, too. I think Carol was trying to get somebody. Her husband, though? Oh. I think she killed her husband. I firmly believe she killed her husband because her brother's there. Carol killed her. Because you know what? Here's the thing. 
if someone makes a music video about you feeding your husband to cats, when do you go straight up, no matter how long it's been? She sat there like, oh, well, that was just terrible. Yeah, she had a psychotic way that she spoke in that little low voice of her. Right. Yeah. And it's very measured. And she reminded me a lot of that actor, um, John Malkovich, like the way he speaks. Ooh. And it was very like, you know, almost like a metronome. And I'm like, right. that's Jack, that's something not right about that one. You don't trust you like that. Okay. Go ahead. If somebody but, killed your boyfriend mm-hmm. and they accuse you of feeding your boyfriend to snakes. <laughs> See how I brought that around? <laughs> See how I brought that around? They accuse you of, of, of feeding your boyfriend to snakes. Like, when you go straight the fuck up and make a music video about it, you would lose your goddamn cotton picking mind. First of all, even if I did do it, I would have been like, oh, what my stars? Right. Well, I never. Like, I wouldn't just sit here and be like, oh, that's crazy. You would never fit in the meat grinder. Like, it was so you, weird the way she did it. I was like, um, girl, that's not the answer that the one of I said, see Miss Carol. I like Carol Baskin, no good. And um, also, he would fit, fit into a meat grinder if you, he was pre-chewed by the tigers when you have, had him covered in sardine oil and tossed him into the cage. Okay. Right, right. Now, mm-hmm. what, uh, what uh, first of all, Miss Sandy just exposed to your dirt. If anybody pop up missing by your house, they're going to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole big can of like sardine oil. Right. <laughs> Second of all, my swamp too. <laughs> I think that no, Joe could have gotten his carol together. He just waited. Mm-hmm. He was just patient. He was just too busy trying to like, you know, pretty much that was a bitch and a queen fighting. And you know when the bitches and queens fight, they try to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. And a queen will always try to outdo you to his own to her own detriment. So if Joe would have just kind of laid low, like you know what, quite terrible, get to get, and just kind of played it in a little bit. But he kept going crazy, so that worked in Carol's favor. So Carol's like, you see, he's crazy. Oh my God, you see. No, but I'm like Miss Carol. <laughs> now I have one question for y'all. Yeah. Who do you think, if you were to cast this movie, <laughs> she played the lead? Oh. Now, I was, we're going to go international because I was like, oh, maybe only Americans play this because this story is, because the people who are watching it from abroad, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is real. I was like, oh baby, that's, this is America. This is what we right. did. <laughs> Do you not know? <laughs> There's not a single American, I think, who is like appalled by any of this or who thinks it's not. No. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, of course it is. Right. So anyway, who would you cast? Ooh. It's happy. Helen Hunt. For Carol Baskin. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, because she'd be able to. She's not a. She's not a close lookalike, but she would be able to do that weird kind of like low psychotic voice. Mm-hmm. Like right. Carol has. I could kind of see Matthew McConaughey as uh, Joe Exotic. I feel like he has that similar aesthetic a little bit. I think he can probably pull it off a little bit. Or Christian Bale. Wait, Matthew McConaughey for Joe Exotic and not... Oh, Christian Bale would be a great Joe Exotic to yeah. a point of, like, no return. Actually, Wait, probably Christian Bale would be better. Christian Bale? Yeah. Or maybe, oh, yo, Christian Bale as Joe Exotic, and then what's the, what the, what the husband had of the meth? That could be um, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. No, it's too... Because Travis would be, like, a young guy. 
Oh, and, young, you're right, you're right. Oh, okay. I, I feel like you'd have to be like... Um, Ashton Kutcher. No, nah, that's still too old. Oh, that's true, that's true. I think like Zac Efron. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, he'll win an Oscar for it. You know he would. That would be so, great. Hear me out. So I'm going to be very controversial. So I have a, a foreign actress and a black actress playing Tower Baskin. If anybody knows, and a black actress would never play it. I would pick for my foreign actress, my white woman would be uh, Margot Robbie. Because since she, why? Because since she already played Tanya Harden, she has that weird, you know, that in between of did you do it or did you not do it? Thing. Yes. And if I, even though this bitch is old as hell, if I could go back in time, I would have picked Lynn Whitfield to play Carol. <laughs> I can totally see that. Lynn would make a perfect Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, right. I'm totally <laughs> imagining her in like a thin line between oh. love and hate. <laughs> yes. Somebody's going to play. Uh, this is going to be a, a Hollywood movie, and I get uh, uh, 100%, if, the, if it's done right, Academy Awards are going to roll. Well, so funny you should say that, character. because apparently Kate McKinnon has been cast to play Carol Baskin. Really? Oh, and a little uh, murder mystery thing. I, you know what's so funny? I can actually yep. see a comedian doing that. I can see Kate doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It would have, yeah. But I'm like, do they want to make it into a comedy? Is that what they're trying to do? Or I know, right? That's the question. Be like, you know, I, Harry Potter, where she breaks out into drama. <laughs> Honestly, they need to get the director of I, Tanya, if they were to do a movie. The guy who did I, Tanya did that perfectly. That whole yeah. fucked up scenario, but you're like, ha ha. But not ha ha. Oh, right, 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 right. Like, did this yeah. actually happen? I just got stabbed in the arm. Like, so happening. true. Okay, like, who do you think should play the other, um, Joe Exotic's other husband? Oh, good question. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, that's a good part. That's the best supporting actor. I will go for, ah, I'm going for, uh, uh Chris Pratt. <gasps> Ooh, yes. that'd be really good. Yeah. He had actually three, right? Because he had the one who left him for a woman. Yeah, he three. Had yeah, the yeah. last one who he was with before he went to jail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, three. That's right. Yeah, just so many options. And I will have like, um, no, no, may- maybe I'll have Matthew McConaughey as the pay Don. That's what I was saying. All the girlfriends and the wife. Yeah, he should yeah. be Don McGantle. That'd be good. I, I mean, just, that's perfect. Say, You're right. That's perfect. There's no like bad role in this movie. <laughs> there's no bad role. There's no bad role. There's, there's nothing that, you know, I would have uh, Sarah Ramirez play the lesbian. I got her arm uh, bitten off. Wait, who? Sarah, Sarah Ramirez. She was in Grey's Anatomy. Um, oh, I, I was thinking more of like maybe like Michelle Rodriguez. Ooh. Well, I think Michelle would be too hot. Do, do you know actually, but she's too white. That's the only reason why I won't go over in the sense. I would love Rebel Wilson just for for that whole. <laughs> you know what I mean? She would be great. Yeah, Rebel would be great because she will kind of put a little sense of humor in it, but not too much. But just right. you know, and the, she also has to shape. You know, she's a shapely woman. Oh, girl, we're gonna cast the hell out of the group. Okay, well now let's be let's make it fun. Let's cast the black version of it. Uh, I love that. I do that with Lord of the Rings all the time. Like I cast like a black version of it. Yeah, all the time, I so I love doing that. That's everything. Oh Let's do a black Joe Exotic. A black Joe Exotic. Oh God. Um, that's a toughie. Hold on. Who would that be? That's hard. Tate. Who? Lorenz Tate. Oh, Lorenz Tate yes. is. Good. Bring him back. Yes. It'll be his comeback. 
Actually, you know what? Fucking Terrence Howard, because he's a nutbag. Oh, that'd be perfect. Oh. But you oh, know, cool. he's such a grand, he has such a grand stature. Maybe Don. Maybe he's not Don. I feel like he suits Don. Yeah, he's Don, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Should Childish Gambino be one of the husbands? Yes. Yes. Oh. He should be Travis. Yes! Childish can be Travis. And Childish can actually, oh my God, if he could act, Lord, if he, if he could act and was not crazy because of him. Kanye West would be the perfect direct exotic. Beyond. <laughs> it would be beyond. Because yes. he is your exotic. It would be beyond. I wouldn't mm. even know what the fuck to do with it. Right. Like, is this weird? No exotic has that issue, right? Narcissism. Like, yeah. no exotic is like a poor man's Trump. Right. 100%. Like, I'm going to run for president. Like, what? Kanye West is a black man's Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I and you know what? You know what's so crazy? Hear me out. I would actually put Tiffany Haddish as a Carol Baskin, too. Who? Ooh. Tiffany Haddish. I would actually make Tiffany Haddish Carol Baskin. Okay. I need the comedy, but I need that. Because Tiffany Haddish has a sadness in her that wants to make the comedy great. Yeah, I think she can fold Carol. Mm. You mm. know, it's just like, hmm, there's something I not. Take a chance I, in that. I, I take can see a chance. that. I was also thinking of Octavia Spencer, because, you know, she's just always great. <laughs> Oh, well, Octavia Spencer would take that to a whole different fucking level. But she already played mom. <laughs> right. Mom is out of control, y'all. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> oh my God, Octavia Spencer as Carol Baskin? Bitch. <laughs> I, bitch, I can't even. It would be too much. Like, you literally want to, you would want to reach in the screen and choke the bitch. I can see it. I thought, oh my God. Right. Who else, though? Who else? Who else? That's so funny. Oh, uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so we everyone here. Oh. We're going to have, uh, what's his name? Uh, for Hama Carol's husband, honey. Oh. Oh. Keegan Michael Key. Oh, Keegan Michael okay, from Kenneth Hill? Yeah. Yeah. That can work. I like well, that. He's, he's a little young, though. No, he's just right. I feel like oh, he's in the 40s. He can figure it. He dies, like, he vanished so long ago, right? So. Oh, oh, yeah, her first husband. I'm talking about her current husband. Oh, no, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the current husband. Oh, the hurt one. Oh. Okay. Actually, that can work. That can work. You can, put some, you can put some makeup on him. For the older husband, I'm thinking either Sterling, what's his name? <gasps> oh, Sterling, um, yeah, yeah, from This Is Us? Yes. Or, somebody uh, older, Courtney Vance. Courtney B. Vance. Uh, Courtney Vance, but you know what, girl? I, I got to be. Uh, Travis is going to be Michael B. Jordan because we need something, you know, it's going to have to make sense. It has to be like Michael B. Jordan. What about the other one? What about the other one? The one who left him for a woman and got that girl pregnant. It would have to be like uh, a (laughs) rail. Wait. Girl, I, first of all, I, I didn't I didn't mean to body shame watching the show when they're like, well, you know, Joe, he likes this, what, these uh, big built muscle boys. And then they show these girls. I'm like, um, okay. Uh, did I miss the invitation for what we consider muscle boys? <laughs> <laughs> it's Oklahoma hot. I'm not going to shame nobody, but I'm like, they look good. Well, besides the mud. But. But also, each state has their own standards. Like, you ever heard somebody say, oh, he's I, he's a New York. In New York, York that's, that, that, that's Oklahoma. Because New York has a very unfortunate um, um, meaning of what it looks like to be anything. 
Right. Yeah, but also I feel like each city has its own aesthetic. Like what would be considered super hot in New York wouldn't even get you in the door in a club in Miami. Right. Right. What would be oh, that's true. That's yeah. true because Miami they're ripped. Right. Yeah, so every city has its thing. So I'd be I totally. just like almost standards. He was he was slaying. <laughs> right. I remember like when I first went to New York. When I first moved here. Like um, Sadie used to say like, "Oh, Michael, you're going after you know, a Phoenix Nine, which is like a New York Four. I was like, "Ooh." <laughs> Ah, yeah, I I participated. I participated in that, so yeah. I was like, let me my game a little. Oh wait, isn't this one of our topics? Oh, is it? Oh, it is. I mean, we can talk about it. I mean, we can also save it for. I mean, we have we have so much to talk about. Um, we're gonna talk about this talk about the gay community's obsession with status from them. Oh, Um, we have to talk about that a little. Yeah. Well, we don't have to, but we can. We can now. Now that I can actually, everything's clear. Oh, this is so trash. Well, okay, but we have two options, right? So we could do a music break and then talk about Drag Race or whatever, or we can just like skip the music break and just keep talking. We all want to do. Let's do music break and then Drag Race. So I want to talk about Drag Race. Okay, cool. Like then we'll that. save this yeah. topic for next week. That way we can like perfect. We're gonna get, get Ori involved. There we go. Like, you haven't met Ori yet. Oh, Sam, so you'll wonderful. Yes, yeah, you so would we'll love have a, we'll, We have a conversation that way. All right, so let's go into our music break. So. So I did, so we're continuing the, the theme of like throwbacks. So we have Romeo by Basement Jacks. I love this song. Thank you, Sam. We also have The Right Kind of Lover by Patti LaBelle and Frank Sinatra by uh-huh. Miss Kitten. So, um, right. yeah, so you're listening to Queer State of Mind on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we'll be back after this music break. Keep on giving me the hold up You know I wish you'd make your mind up Cause when we're getting on it so soft You used to be my Romeo
take queer minded with you wherever you go subscribe to our feed at radioqueerminded.com slash qsom or find us on itunes stitcher radio and other popular podcast networks just search for radio queer minded now let's get back in a queer state of mind yes hey what y'all think yeah i love that song so much <laughs> yeah so that was cute Y'all like Patty? I love how reverent it was. You know the funny thing about that song? When that song came out, Frank Sinatra wasn't even dead. Oh, really? (laughs) No. So they were like, you know, Frank Sinatra, he's dead. And people were like, he's not dead. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> that's kind of rude. That's rude. It's so rude, but I love it. That's amazing. So we have well, a I he's so untouchable. I, like I know, that. right? I like it's like, no, bitch, we got him. So we have like a little bit less than 10 minutes left. Um, so I want to talk about Drag Race because, you know, we've all been glued to yes. the show. That's a good season. This it's season. a good season. It's a, a great season. season. I wish this was happening. It's a great Oh, they're getting, they're getting screwed. It's a great season. They really are. I, like, uh, I know we've talked about this before, me and Sadie, but I'm like, like, I really like Sherry Pie. And I'm just like, you must have some really bad karma. You must have done some really yeah. bad shit. Pie is literally what I love about drag. Yeah. The campiness, the glam, the fact that here's the one thing. When you forget you are a man in a dress, mm-hmm. that's one testament. Unless you're a trans girl doing drag, which is completely different. Right. But if you're a man in a dress doing drag, you are a man in a dress. You are here to entertain. Mm-hmm. Not, you don't have female struggles. You don't have homely struggles. You don't have trans struggles. So, like, the whole idea of, but I love Sherry. I, she killed it. She killed it. She does. She like, consistently, she kills it. I'm just like, you, like, what you did was so awful. And you must have some really bad karma just accruing for years and years. Right. For you to just fuck up like this. Like, like you probably should have won. And you fucked up horribly. Like, right. wow. Jerry yeah, right. Pie is like slaying this competition. And, and I'm like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, like you're progressing so well. And, and this is how, like, yeah, so right. it had to be a karma thing. Like, it had to. Like, yeah. you, you, you mess with the wrong, you mess, not only did you mess with the wrong person, you mess with the wrong people over a, a sustained amount of time. <laughs> like, right. You right. did the most. So, so it took, um, since as of December. Oh, oh really? Who knows she's not doing it right now? The bitch is bored. That's true. When you, you know, I mean, the whole thing is... It's crazy. I must say this, though. I like Aiden Zane because Aiden Zane's face was very original. Oh, yeah. Although she always had the same paint job. I need her to learn a different way to paint. But she, she, she looked like yeah, yeah, but She was beat, though. Her yeah, face yeah. was so different. It was so different. Yeah, so in essence, but... I mean, who are your, like, top three right now? Ooh, my top three. Um, Gigi Jerry. Good. Okay. Um, um, Heidi. Heidi in Closet. <laughs> I love Heidi. So I love Heidi. Cool. I don't know if she won't go that far. I, mean, I think she maybe has another two or three episodes left in her and then she's out. But I love her. I think she's going to get this congeniality. I think she'll get this congeniality. And also, like, um, what's her name? Don't, the, the one from New York. Um, shit, what's her name? Something Fox. No, not Fox. What's her oh, name? Uh, Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox, thank you. I like her. So, yes, yeah, my thing. So, Gigi's in my top only because, you know, Gigi's like one of the fastest we've ever liked. Yeah. Now, Heidi's also in my top three because the only way they can get rid of Heidi is if they put somebody else to perform against her that's going to kill her. Right. And maybe Widow can do that. Right. I think she's the only but one. Can the only nobody, because Heidi is going to tear anybody up on stage. And all the girls know that. They said it on top. All the girls know that. Mm-hmm. They know as a performance, you can't. Yeah. The bitch gonna the, the bitch gonna kill you. Totally. Kill you. I mean, she has a personality to stay. Even like you know, maybe her talent's like eh, maybe. But she has the talent. She has a personality to stay. And you know, she's gonna dance her ass yeah. off. Well, it's what you it's what you value more. I always tell the people. So there's two things. People always the thing about drag is people value aesthetics more than they do performance. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is Heidi and Gigi are actually on the same level. 
they're just on different planes. Mm-hmm. Because true. if it was a fashion thing, Gigi's gonna slay Heidi yeah. always. Right. They're like, let's perform and get the kids a show in the club or out there. Miss Gigi, uh, right? She won't really do much, right? Exactly. She's not gonna make it. She's not gonna make it. You know, I'll be at a club like, girl, I'm gonna get a drink. She, right. Miss Gigi is a girl like, yes, bitch, I'll be right back. Let me go get my drink, and I'm gonna come back. She still, you know. But Miss Heidi's a girl. You say you'd be like, bitch, I'm gonna wait, honey. Exactly. Someone pointed out to me that um, Gigi, like all of her silhouettes are the same. She doesn't really yeah, change. Pretty similar, her looks. Yeah, it's all like you know. I mean, that's where her body is, right? It's just like, it's like boop, and it's like short skirt. And it's like well, this dry. week it's a it's a dance Madonna challenge. So it's going to be very interesting to see when people actually have to do. Because I always say this: the fashion queens, I don't go in for. I go in for the comedy queens. Oh yeah, uh, and and the performance queens because at the end of the day, drag race is going to end. You are going to have to make your money at the gay bar because right, right now girls are like being twenty one and they're going from like being on Instagram and going to theaters. So they think this is what drag is. They don't understand perform for six people that I drug and some back at the bar screaming at you. You know, throwing, they don't they don't get that rawness. Exactly. And there's a lot of other girls who know how to do that. Right. So you're going to have to make that money there. Exactly. I mean, that's what the whole point is, too. It's like, it no. is to be able to go to, like, the, to go to that random club, go to Access in Columbus, or go to whatever right. club, and, like, go to Charlie's in some city and, like, perform. And I that's do think do. that RuPaul needs to do a challenge where she literally has to book the club, and they all perform. That'd be great. Uh, because RuPaul has to do that. Like, she has to do that. Be like, the challenge is we're going to a club, Oh, they make a fake club, we're going to a club, and you're going to have to all perform, do a number for these girls. Yeah, like, yeah, all stars, you know how they have a variety of talent show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Girls, let's see. Got everything. Do you so have that? What do y'all think about Britta? Like, I like Britta, but I do think Britta's relying too much. I on love her. Britta. I love Britta as a performer. I've met her. She's a really nice person right. to me. Yeah, everybody I know who's met Britta says that, but I'm like, I feel like Brit- Britta is also relying too much on the whole, like, I was a, the big shit in New York. I'm like, okay, but you're... But that's the problem, because New York drag is not that good for that. Exactly. So I'm like, girl, you're over here against, like, fucking Ajada Essenthal, who will always give you a look and be beautiful. Ajada Essenthal is, like, the kid in class who always does their homework. Who always answers all the questions? Like it has always nothing. Got it. There's nothing. nothing wrong with her. Exactly. There's nothing wrong. With her. Got it. And that's that. I think she's secretly RuPaul's favorite. Because she is. She's in RuPaul's aesthetic. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Just like Asia was. Asia's in. Asia was in RuPaul's aesthetic. That's RuPaul's aesthetic. Um, so I love I think, Asia. Yeah. So good. Yeah. She's so great. But Britta, I think that now that Aiden is gone, what are you gonna say? You can't blame Aiden for you being the weakest link because now you're over there with all the rest of these bitches that are killing. So what are you going to do? Exactly. Right. But um, thank you so much, guys, for being part of this show. Love you. Love you, too. We'll see you back next week. Um, same time, same channel. Love you both. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thank you, Sadie. We will see Bye-bye. you. Bye. Bye, y'all.